these are real. Well, I mean, I know fairy-type Pokemon are real, but maybe I met a mermaid today? Or some beautiful fae creature? Or maybe a demigoddess? All I know is that her name was Lady M, and she transformed Peach into an ice cube, Luca into a block of Jarlsberg, and me into a jumping jelly bean! We met her at the contest registration tent, and she told us all the ins and outs of how contest works, thanks to my charisma and Celie's beauty. Oh, She's our friend now! After we registered for the contest, we got some chef's tools at the mall, found some berries, and are getting ready for the competition tomorrow. So slap on your glitter, Dad, cause here we go! to Cooking with Coco, where we sprinkle a little cocoa in your life. Coco, what are we cooking today? Oh, fascinating. Well, as you can see, we have your measurements and here are my berries. Pearl pours a ton of berries uh, out. <laughs> just a big pile of berries on the counter. Lucas, do you want to cook anything? Yeah, I'm just going to give you these, and he just passes some berries over your way to let him do something with. And studio audience, let's give a big round for our special guest, Luca. That's looking at you, Luca. Thank you. Thank you. So, Coco, it looks like you have a lot of ingredients here today. Um, and you, yeah, you know that we are not only cooking for enjoyment and fun, but we're cooking for something special. That's right, Coco and the girls. Your girls are going out there tomorrow, except my sword. <laughs> Coco and the girls. Shing. <laughs> so, Coco. Um, Darla's she... backstage like, Evie. <laughs> Aw, Darla. She's fine. She sings some, um, some a berry, you know, like, like a little treat. She's like, I didn't want to do it. Yeah, Darla, I know you didn't. <laughs> you explicitly told me I don't want to do this. Evie! So don't put up a fight. Evie! We talked. <laughs> Coco, she actually really wants to do it. She's just too feisty to admit it. Mm, I know. Typical Darla. <laughs> Darla, do you want to eat some food while be in our studio audience? Evie! <laughs> She's like, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Where the wind blows, Darla trots. <laughs> okay, Coco, take it away. <laughs> and Coconut starts gathering up all of the various ingredients. Pearl, what is Coconut making? Ooh, I also imagine Coconut just really chopping, like, really, really well. He's chopping. He's whisking. He's using his Vitamix first. He's folding the cheese. Okay, we're going to use the Vitamix, the berry blender first. Great. Okay, we're using the berry blender just to make some straight up pokey blocks? Yep. Cool. And what pokey blocks are we making? We're going to make one blue pokey block. Okay. With our orange berry. 
All right, one blue polka block with the orange berry. So we're just putting the one berry in the blender and we're gusherifying it. Oh, yeah. A simple base. Great. So with that, you are able to stick that orange berry into the berry blender and out pops a blue poke block. Go ahead and roll that D20. Come on, Coco. Oh, four. Four? It is not a Pokey Block Plus. It is still a perfectly functional Pokey Block, though. Wow, nice form, Coco. The edges on this one are so jiggly. Wow, watchy, watchy. It's like a nice little jello with crisp edges. I put it in my little box. Great. It is in your little Pokey Block case. Let's hear it for our chef, everybody. Round of applause. Woo, 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 yeah. <laughs> we love this mouse. <laughs> So, uh, Coco, how do you say we spice things up a bit? <gasps> and he starts grabbing a couple of the other berries and uh, uh, stops his whisking for a moment. Uh, let's actually make a puffin. Luca comes over the speaker. It's puffin time, everyone! Ha, ha! <laughs> the audience goes wild. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> That's like um, the equivalent of Emerald Lagasse's BAM. The puffins pop, pop. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> Great. So what kind of puffin are we making here? The puffin poppin. Uh, we're going to make a puffin with two pecha berries. All right, cool. So instead of getting spicy, you're getting sweet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Gogo, you know me and my flavors. If it's sweet, it's spicy to me. As he's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> so you're going to make a sweet poffin. Tell me a little bit about the flavor of this poffin. Like what, what else is in it? Obviously, we've got the berries as a base. Sure, great, love that. But tell me more about the stru- What about this bake? I want to know for these. Well, I think coconut's doing some really diverse flavors like a vanilla and rose water. Ooh. Um, it sounds so good, actually, once I just said that. <laughs> but, like, coconut's doing a really delicate, beautiful bake. Mm, and yes. then Pearl, every now and then, is going, pop, pop, and sneaking in sprinkles. <laughs> Not really sneaking, but, like, she's kind of messing with Coco. Uh-huh. Uh, so it is a beautiful rose water, vanilla, spongy cake with um, some non-pareil sprinkles in the middle of it, like, you know, scattered about. Yes. It's got that little confetti vibe going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you all weren't expecting this to turn into an episode of Bake Off, were oh, you? Peter. <laughs> Sweet Peter. Beautiful, beautiful boy. Good kid. <laughs> Great. So you are going to make a sweet poffin. It's, uh, it's a pretty good bake, but the only complaint that the judges could have would be that uh, there's not enough flavor diversity. We got a lot of sweet, but we need some different notes for sweet. So Judges, how'd you sneak in? I'll tell you, there's a... <laughs> what Pokemon would be Paul Hollywood? Oh, my gosh. Um... want you guys to know we took some significant time to decide this yeah we took a, a good 10 minutes probably to look through the list and really really get it so if you don't like it well we're here anyway this is one of the very few things we've thought through yes <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, yes, here in the studio, there is a far-fetched with piercing blue eyes, and instead of a uh, leak, he's carrying a rolling pin. And then there's an Al Creamy. Aww. See if it's worth the calories. An <laughs> <laughs> Al Creamy wearing a very chunky necklace, along with her strawberries. Yes, it's very geometric. <laughs> Great. But so anyway, all of that to say. Also, side note, this makes me miss Adam in the episode. I was literally just thinking about that on the SS Claire, a little mini series. You guys should go listen to that on the tall grass. Yes. On the tall grass. So with that, then, right, because we've got two berries that are the same, like they're the same. So uh-huh. the richness is going to go down by one, the, the flavor, right? So that poffin is going to be worth three points in sweet. Nice. I'll take it. What else are we cooking? Okay, now, Coco, I got to admit, I'm really excited for this one. Oh, do I have to roll anything for that one? Ah, yes, you do. The sweet one? Yes, for the sweet one. So, because it has got two pecha berries in it, you are making this cooking roll for Coco. So it's with his wisdom plus his proficiency bonus with his chef's utensils. And then also you are getting an extra plus two to the roll because you're getting a plus one from each of the pecha berries as they are uh, very common. So each of them has a plus one bonus. What you got? That one. Oh, no. It's a bit stodgy. Really, really tough because of the sprinkles. Yeah. (laughs) The bird spits it out in our face. (laughs) Oh, sorry there, Coco. I shouldn't have had the sprinkles. (gasps) Coco is steaming. Yeah. Really steaming. (laughs) He is not pleased by that. Um, would you like me to join the studio audience for the next one? Okay. And she starts to (laughs) slink away. You do. <laughs> What's he making next, though? Um, next, the last one for me that I would like to make is an acha and a raz. An acha and raspberry. So we're <laughs> making a little. Able to say it right. <laughs> so uh, a nice spicy puff. And tell me about what he does for this one. Coconut like pretends to whip his hair back or tie it into the little chef hat even further. Cracks the knuckles and begins chopping like a the fastest Pokemon alive. <laughs> And you see a lot of sautéing and flipping. We're putting um, some really, really awesome homegrown poblano peppers Ooh, in there yeah. with um, an, uh, Dr. J's hot sauce. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, homemade. There's a lot of, like, personal garden care in this. And um, the simmering of one ghost pepper. Ooh, this one feels like a savory pie to me almost. Oh, Yeah. Mm. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so then he makes that, and because they are two berries of the same flavor, but they are different berries, we're good there. So each one of those is contributing two spicy points. And then go ahead and roll that cooking chick. All righty. Hey, 19. A 19, a natural 19. So then what about with his, uh, well, I mean, obviously with all of his bonuses and everything and the bonuses from the berries themselves, uh, that will get you over 20. Whoa. So that will mean that 
the relevant category of each berry used in the poffin is going to increase by one. So because there are two spicy ones in there, it is going to get an extra two cool points. So this spicy poffin is worth six cool points. The audience goes wild. The audience loves it. Yeah, standing up, standing up. The far-fetched takes a bite and like goes to try to pocket the rest of it, but right to you like slaps his hand a little bit like rah, rah, like I gotta give this to somebody. But the far-fetched offers the the wing for the coveted far-fetched handshake. <laughs> That's my right And the outcreamy is like even gets excited. Darla <laughs> herself is like hopped on the counter, is like swinging her tail, like loves the audience, like <laughs> the outcreamy is like definitely worth the calories. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so that is all of the uh, cooking that you wish to do yep. uh, with Coco. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Great. And uh, I think that after the show, after the recording, Luca does ask for Coco to make a little poffin for him. Oh, since yeah. that was your bargain for the battle earlier. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm going to roll a D4 to see if he's going to get it for Tarzan or for Mikey. Okay. So odds will be for Tarzan, evens will be for Mikey. We're making a Pokeblock for Mikey, folks. Nice. Ayo. Oh, I'm excited to see Mikey in this. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Some mischief will ensue, yeah, I'm that's sure. that's going to be great. Luca gives Coco a Lumberry and a Rostberry to make a bitter Pokeblock. So go ahead and uh, roll that cooking check for Coco for me. 14. 14 plus nice. his wisdom. Nice middle of the road, yeah. Yeah. His wisdom is plus four, right? Yep. And then his proficiency is plus four, yeah? That was my attempt. And then plus an extra four, so 14 plus Whoa. 12. So a 26. So that is going to be a bitter. Hot diggity dog, it'll make you cry. <laughs> it's like a sour patch yeah, kid, but a pastry. Yeah, that one's really, you pucker. And Mikey's gonna love it. Nice. Nice. Tell me, what is the bake for that one? Uh, fresh lemon zest, lime. It's a key lime kind of thing. Ooh, there we key go. key lime poffin. Fans of that show know what I mean. Hey, you know how we feel about some key lime. <laughs> hey -o. Hey -o. What's wrong with us? <laughs> this is what games are for. This is what games are for. I love it. Cool. So obviously that one is for Mikey, so he's going to eat that. And so that's going to bump Mikey's rating to six. And specifically his smart is six. In the contest, though, he's got a max of five. Like because he got it all at once, I'm not going to nerf the poffin. Like just like whoever has that one nice, cool poffin, I assume it'll be fettuccine. Like I won't weaken the poffin, but just, you know, as far as active help, that it can get from its rating. It, it tops out at whatever the, the max rating is there. So even though her cool rating is technically six right now, she'll get five from each of the judges for that. Does that make sense? Yes. Because the category rating can only be half of the potential max rating. And the max rating of these Pokemon right now is 10. So who is getting each of these Pokeblocks and Poffins that you have made? Alrighty. Um, Fettuccini's getting our six-pointer. Fettuccini's getting six cool points. Yeah, yeah. Which is just <laughs> great. That, that sweet girl needed a oh, little yeah. boost. Oh, yeah. I got six cool points. Oh, hey. my gosh. <laughs> that <just are> gonna da 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 <laughs> If she had hands, she'd do finger guns. Yeah, yeah. Elmer's getting the sweet points. Great. So she's getting uh, plus three to her cute. 
And then Celie's getting the blue. The blue block. Celie's getting a plus one to beauty. <laughs> so then with that, everybody has eaten up, gotten all that good puffin energy those tasty tasty treats we're just gonna have to keep on doing that now because i love it <laughs> that's all folks just remember i am legally bound to tell you don't try this at home keep your knives in the kitchen <laughs> and you know what puff puff wherever you can go great so um signing off here coco and coco goes like a cool little kitchen trick while floating perhaps and that's it for Coco's Cooking Show. Darla pops on right before the cameras go off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some sort of deranged ad while for Let's Go roll, Pikachu and Eevee. Oh my God, yes. And while the credits roll, like we see like Darla just wreck the kitchen. Oh my like, gosh. Like just come in and lo- like, she saw Coco do one stunt, so she's like, I can do this too. Oh my God. Darla! It's like um, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Such powerful Louise energy. Yeah. See, this is the issue that when you've got two Louises with each other. Oh, yeah. Darla, you can compete. Darla, Evie. Evie. Uh. Great. So no other Pokey blocks for anybody, though, right? I don't even know what, what berries are in your inventory right nope. now. But there yeah, you go. No. So for anybody else who wants to do that fun contest berry business uh, I'll make sure to, you know, post those rules like up on the website and stuff if you want to incorporate that into any Pokemon 5e games that you might be doing if you've got somebody who really wants to be a coordinator. Dagoo. So there you go. Whoop, whoop. Um, I don't know what I just said. Because it wasn't I, words. I said nonsense <laughs> just then. <laughs> All right, so with that, is there anything else that you need to tend to slash obviously? We're going to the next day, so long rest. Mm-hmm. All your stuff's refreshed. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to bond with slash do you want to try to do loyalty roles with anyone? All right, we're doing it with Elmer. We're going to bond with Elmer. All right, so you're going to bond with Elmer. So Elmer will have some extra temporary hit points for the next day, as well as inspiration to be used at one point during these contests. And do you want to do loyalty roles with anyone on your team at the end of this long rest? Yeah, Elmer, for sure. And can I do it with Jackie or no? Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah. You spent some time with Jackie. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and uh, roll for Elmer first. Roll a d20. Two. Two? (laughs) Fair. I already got one with her. It's okay. So it does not increase from two to three. But for Jackie, 14. What do I add again? The only thing that you'll be adding or subtracting is that because Jackie lost in a battle yesterday, it's minus one. But still, to go from loyalty zero to loyalty plus one, you only need a 10. So Jackie does go up to loyalty one. Whoop, whoop. So there you go. Yeah. Still helpful. That little smile is a little different now. Painting. <laughs> Speaking of which, Elmer and Jackie both leveled up from that battle. Sure did. Even though they did not emerge fully victorious. <laughs> Even though we ate dirt. <laughs> 
even so, uh, they did manage to KO Zilla, who is a level seven Pokemon. Hey, so you that's know what? Cool. And by they managed to mostly Jackie did. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elmer really tried to get a hand on the ball. Participation award. True. Got a little sweet little participation ribbon. But Jackie went up to level four. Booyah. And Elmer went up to level three. Booyah. So what did each of them get from those level ups? Um, more hit that or hit points, which is nice. Uh huh. Um, Jackie can punch ghosts. Now. <laughs> I used the feet hidden ability, and now. Jackie can punch ghosts because Jackie is scrappy <laughs> and normal in fighting type moves ignore immunities granted by the Pokemon's type. We're going to punch the air and the air will feel it now. <laughs> um, you also boosted Jackie's con by one to get yeah. to a nice even 16, some extra HP. Love to see it. Elmer got a really cool move that I kind of don't want to say yet. Okay, yeah, we're holding on to that info. And but know that she hit level two, so she hit the move threshold. She did <laughs> just have some really kind of baby level moves, but she's got Ooh, a little bit more to work with boy, now. Did she? And yeah, I got some more hit points. Nice. Whoop, whoop. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Postcards from Pearl. We hope you're excited for some contest action. We've got a couple more episodes of contest coming after this one. We were definitely uh, figuring it out as we went along this first time around, but we had an absolute blast. So when we finish this contest mini arc, I'll make sure to post a document on the website with the mechanics we used. And if you decide to run your own Pokemon contest in your home games, let us know. We would love to hear about it. I used a combination of rule sets other folks have tried out using the Pokemon 5e system and added some things of my own in regard to berries and Pokeblocks and Poffins, so we'll be sure to keep you posted about when those things go up. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our excellent partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out one of the sets that makes you think of the sweet little egg, Elmo. For me, that would be the Bliss Dice Goblin King or Celestine sets. But if there's a different set that makes you think of the good egg baby, that's cool too. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's that's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you would like to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Quest Company Podcast. 
You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through the website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you posting about us or tweeting out fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more amazing art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at Burgundy on Instagram for a bunch of great sketches of Pearl, Luca, and Peach meeting Lady M. Thanks to Fisher Peach at Peach Doodles on Twitter for sending in a great drawing of Valerie, aka Jinx from Jinx Gems. <laughs> really nailing those retail vibes. And thanks to Scott Selvage over in the Discord for sending in some top-notch George Foreman art. If you haven't seen those things, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them, or on the fan art page where we have a gallery of all the art that listeners have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight the amazing Wildlife Podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the fabulous artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Insane in the Rain Music for Poffins, Fahu Foray, Slateport City, Orberg City, The Underground, Team Galactic Battle, Cycling Roads, Sunny Shore City, and Jubilife City. A bunch of these songs are from his new album, Sinovation, which you should all support and download because it's incredible. And also Diamond and Pearl remakes, duh, you gotta go listen to it. Thank you to Aaron Kenny for the song English Country Garden. Thank you to Dan Bodan for bike sharing to paradise. Thanks to Sir Cubworth for a theme for a one-handed piano concerto and summer symphony hall. Thank you to Joseph Cash for the technical difficulty samba. Thanks to Michael and Game Chops for Route 3. Thank you to Glitch X City for Pokemon Sword and Shield brand new World Lo-Fi Remix, Sun and Moon Howoli City Remix, and Diamond and Pearl Route 209 Remix. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the song A Morning in New Barktown. And thank you to Fluid vault for the song on sense ambient sounds you know who's providing them it's tabletopaudio.com and thank you for that that's all for me so let's get back to some contests thanks for joining us here at quest company jr take a journey with amazing wildlife as we explore the many creatures found in the world around us Each episode, the animals are the star, as we highlight three species with fun and insightful facts in an audio documentary-style presentation. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as our website, AmazingWildlifePodcast.com. Join us for the show dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom, Amazing Wildlife.
So now that the day has come, you spent the night in the Pokemon Center. Everybody's feeling fresh, feeling groovy. You have a, just a bags with all of your outfits that you got yesterday for each of the different uh, competitions. Yeah, it's still in my like mall bag, and I have little things for each of them before they go out on the runway. Yes, different little like little costume looks. pieces yes. and different little looks. Yes, just to wow the judges. They don't need anything to make them more, you know, those features. They're beautiful the way they are, but it's for fun. Yes, absolutely. And then the battle, they'll take them off and they'll get down to business. They can leave them on in the battle. Yeah, if they want to. You know, I don't want to be, you know, the toddlers in Tierra, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving Elmer some strange concoction of Mountain Dew and who knows what else, and it's her go-go juice? Exactly. I'm trying to avoid that. So, with that, I'm so excited right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You just go straight to the contest hall. Open in the hog! We do wake up early, uh, get to the contest, but Coconut, like, put together little breakfast grab bags. Coconut can come with and watch, right? Oh, absolutely. Coconut definitely wants to watch. Coconut and Darla are going to be in the stands. Yeah, nice. Coco and Darla are in the stands, hanging out. We'll say that Toad still decided to hang around a little bit to watch, so they're up in the stands with him, just so that it's not like, oh, well, there's just a... Free range. Raichu and Eevee just wandering around by themselves. That sounds like a... Yes. They they are chaperoned by your shrangle. Nice. Um, You all make your way over to the contest hall where you go back to the uh, registration tent uh, so that you can sign in with good old Frederick Kreppens. Peach, Peach, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm just jumping in the line, in the sign-in line the whole time. Aren't you excited, Peach? Oh, my gosh. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I'm really nervous, but, like, we've been working on our routines and everything, so I'm feeling pretty good. I made sure to, like, I made sure to feed some Pokeblocks to my, to my team. Oh, wait. Did you feed those now? Do I? You feed them now? I mean, I fed them, like, last night when we were at the Pokemon Center. I made sure that everybody, like, ate theirs. Wait, what? Are they supposed to digest them for, like, over 24 hours? No. And then my team starts to eat in the lobby. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All of them uh, proceed to chow down. Yep. Uh, (laughs) While we wait in the registration line. But Peach is like, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, You see that... Her uh, her Psyduck goose is just standing next to her, just like looking around at everything. <laughs> and you all sign in and make your way over to the green room area. So, Ooh, this is so fancy. Green room before. Uh, so basically how this is working is uh, this is not starting like full morning, you know, but we start early afternoon and go into the evening with these contests, right? So it's cool. it's a... Uh, you know, afternoon into evening sort of affair. So essentially, I have a contest order here that we are going to go in and see, you know, how things run down. If you weren't doing all five of the categories, you wouldn't need to be in the green room and everything all day. But since you are doing all of them, like, this is just your spot. You're not going back and forth from the stands or anything like that. Okay. So for the first contest, the cute contest... Here we go, here we go. Pearl really starts to sweat. <laughs> Elmer, you're going to be great. I love you so much no matter what. Dr. Pearl! Do you want to see what I got for you? Boo-boo! Okay! And I got Togepi. These really cute big glasses uh-huh. that are kind of nerdy. They have tape in the middle. Uh-huh. And I, if you guys are kind of questioning me on this choice, I would like you to Google nerd mini mouse. And that's exactly the vibe I'm going for. <laughs> Look at this. Look at how freaking cute it is. 
That's the exact vibe. And I put a little bow, like exactly like the nerd Minnie Mouse style. Can confirm is cute. You guys should look up a picture if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's adorable. They're oversized. It's so cute. (laughs) So here in this dressing room is you and Luca, obviously, as he has uh, signed up Zilla for the cute contest as much as he might have uh, thought otherwise about that decision. That's what Zilla wanted to do. Luca, do you have any accessories for Zilla? Uh, I mean, she's wearing the, the bracelet that she got oh, yesterday. Yeah, good job. Nice um, choice, Zilla. Can you help, like, doll her up a little bit? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, we have, like, a can of glitter glitter body spray. Mm-hmm. Put some green glitter on her and stuff in choice places. Yes. Um, give a little, like, accent glitter marks by her red uh, triangles and stuff. Yes. Um, a little accentuate those, yeah. like, uh, Stripes that go down from under her eyes just enhance those with the uh, eyeshadow and stuff a little bit. Yeah, she's dolled up. She's and, looking cute. and a little camouflage bow. <laughs> as much as you may hate it, he's like, "Ooh, camo bow." Yeah, promise you, it's really cute. Oh, okay. She looks adorable. Am I right, Peach? Oh my gosh, you're so right. Also, I want to know what what people are wearing. So, hey, what are you wearing for the cute contest? Oh. What? What are you the coordinator wearing? Do I get to walk out with her? Yes. Oh my god! That's part of the whole deal. I did not know. All right. So I had my Claire. I had my Claire's bag, but then Pearl whips out an entire suitcase from behind her back for my <laughs> outfits, and um, I have this really cute. It's it's nerd Minnie Mouse. I'm full nerd Minnie Mouse. Right. It's a see. This is good because the judges do like when there's sort of a matching outfit sort of, of scenario. Oh my gosh! It's like waiting. Uh, it's like the the dog show movie. <laughs> But not. Not waiting for Guffman, but best in show. Yes. We already made a waiting for Guffman reference on this podcast. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, no, I have knee-high socks. It's kind of like my sailor uniform colors, but just like a hint more preppy. A tiny little, you know, tie and a collar and the big glasses as well. Oh my gosh, I love this. (laughs) It's plaid. It's blue plaid. Well, folks, she's done with the Pokemon League. It's all contests now. Uh, I hope you're all barfing at home. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but yeah, I'm like the, yeah, full package with that. Nice, 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 nice. And then what little thing does Luca allow to be uh, cutified for him? Uh, It's not going to be much. I don't, I don't, I don't. I put like a little camo wrap bandana on his arm? Yeah, he's just got like a little bandana tied as yeah. a little wrist wrap thing to yeah. match uh, Zilla's. And then you just like put just a little bit of, just a little bit of red on those cheeks. Wow, he allowed that. Great. I wanted that, but I didn't know if I could get it. Oh, yeah. Alright. You know, he's down for the outfits and stuff. He okay. just doesn't initiate them. I feel that. I yeah. feel that. He doesn't know where to begin. He's yeah. overwhelmed. As he is. He's overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I'm verklempt. <laughs> okay, old man. <laughs> What outfit combo is uh, Peach and Goose rocking? Rainy day outfit. They rainy have the cutest day. little yellow rain jackets yes. with yellow hats. And um, Peach has flowers in hers and stuff. And um, Psyduck has an umbrella that won't open. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and she's got the sweetest little wellies. Oh, that's funny. That is really, really funny. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And there is a fourth contestant here in this dressing room, Lucy Flanagan. Whoa, 
Hey, I'm Lucy. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, and you see that next to her, there is a small canine Pokemon, a Rockruff. Whoa, your Pokemon is so cute. Ah, uh, thanks. That's why he's in this one. I've got a, I got a few Pokemon that I'm entering with today, so I'm, I'm really excited. Do you have a lot of, uh, do you do a lot of the contests? Um, well, this is, this is the first time <gasps> we've been too. able to do it. Me and my brother are here, so, you know, we're from like, you know, up north of the region. We're, uh -huh. we live on Route 1 with our mom. So uh -huh. we, you know, we've, we've been out on our own for a little bit and we've done some training and stuff and, uh, we've gotten a badge, but so we were like, you know what? This sounds fun. So let's, let's give it a try. Nice. I love Route 1. Yeah. Roland insight check. I rolled high. 22. 22. Pretty quickly, you notice a uh, pretty obvious family resemblance between Lucy and Holly of Holly's Honey Hut. She grabs her face, her cheeks. Stop everything. <coughs> Who is your mother? <coughs> Holly? <gasps> Hold on! Hold on! Pearl runs to the Pokey Center. <laughs> Frederick is like, you're not supposed to leave the green room. Hold right. on, Freddy! Give me a second! I Look, I need the hug! <laughs> he tosses you the pod for the Speedmeister. <laughs> I grab George Foreman. <laughs> I come back. George Foreman's wearing the beret. She hates it. Or the scarf. She hates it. She's like, why am I wearing this? Oh, Seely's scarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she hates it. She's like, this doesn't go with my crown. This is not my aesthetic. George Foreman, look! <laughs> Oh my gosh, is this? Yeah, it's Georgie. Oh my. Look, she even still flies at a horizontal angle, kind of tilted. She Don't is, tell she's kind of diagonal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my mom told me that there was somebody who came and, and she helped her out and took a combi with her. This is a. That's us, that's us. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for helping my mom. Oh, totally. She's super cool. She's my mom too. What? 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 What was that? Nothing. Look at Georgie. Wow. She's beautiful. No. She looks just like her mom. Well, not really, because her mom doesn't have the three faces. She's just got the one. Yeah. No, isn't it nice to have the three faces? You know, I never... Why was this not what it always was? <laughs> Lucy, I'm so glad I got to meet you, and I kind of wish I was meeting you after this match. Oh, well, that's okay. Um, Good luck out there. Good luck to you, too. Thanks. So... With that. She turns around. Yes. She puts George Foreman, like, it, Georgie goes in the stands very reclumped, <laughs> but also happy to see Lucy. She's happy to see Lucy, but also she, like, once she gets to the stands, she just, like, sort of using her hands uh, unties the scarf. And, like, a little combi comes out from under her little ball gown and just zzz, takes it and goes back in there. <laughs> Pearl says, you know how lucky you have it, Lucy. What the <laughs> <laughs> You better be worthy of that really cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> With that, are you prepared? Yeah. Oh, also, let's see. What What's the outfit that Lucy and, and Barky the Rock Ruff are going with? I feel like Lucy rocks a lot of, like, farm chic type stuff. Oh, cute. Yeah, they definitely have, like, this shabby chic... Um, Rustic pink tool with like overalls. Ooh, okay. Yeah, like a tool, like kind of Lucy sleeves that wiggle and like rock ruffs and these really cute pink overalls. And like Lucy is too. Nice. And like good hats. Good hats. Yeah. A nice straw hat. Yeah. Yeah. A good hat. Excellent. With that, because she ate the poffin, 
Togepi will go first. She has the highest overall rating of any of the Pokemon. You are heading out into the visual round first. Okay. Goose will be up next as Goose had eaten a Pokeblock to be able to, um, you know, work its way up a little bit. Sorry, sorry. It's feeling real cute today, this duck. (laughs) I think that Luca might have convinced Zilla to, like, eat a Pokeblock, but it wasn't actually one that really worked for this contest because she didn't like the taste of those. Oh, gosh. I don't know if that actually lines up with a little nature's chart and things, but that feels right. So we'll say that the order is going to be Elmer, Goose, Zilla, and then Barky. The four coordinators and their Pokemon exit the green room and make their way out onto the stage. Uh, It is once again very much of this uh, sort of circus aesthetic in here with this large tent, um, these various rings for the coordinators to stand in and a large main ring for the Pokemon to go in to show their moves. As you all go out first, a voice comes over the microphone. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Kineco Contest League Normal Rank Cute Competition. I am your host, Harold the Herald. Lots of cheering, lots of people in the stands clapping. We cut up and we see Toadstool with Button and Coconut and Darla and George Foreman. They're all like, what? We have some very special contestants for you all today. In our cute competition, we have Poe and Elma the Togepi. We strike a pose, and you realize there's kind of like a going back to school theme. And I have a pencil in my hand, a little book, and I'm like the student, and then uh, uh, Elmer's the teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You do. We also have Peach with Goose the Psyduck. What's the little pose she does? She I like you. Her, I like you running these bits. She, okay, she has her umbrella out. She kind of sticks her foot out, really cute, back to back, and then Psyduck is just trying to open it. <laughs> we have Luca and Zilla the Lavata. They do a cute little like, oh, we're tough, we're flexing, <laughs> showing our guns. You love to see it. We're and- in the wrong category, and we know it. Oh, flexing, looking tough in the cute competition. That's what you want to see. <laughs> and Lucy with Barky the Rock Ruff. Barky does this cute thing where she, like, holds out her hand really nice and long, and he can run all the way up to her shoulder, and they do a cute little peace pose. <laughs> nice. I am doing the most Sailor Moon-like pose you've ever seen with a pencil in my hand and a book. And, yes. and Elmer is on the book. It is so powerful. It's so cute. Such powerful images being created in this episode. And our judges panel today. Very special guests. Our official head judge and representative from the Kanoko Contest League, Lord Fanciton. Fanciton! You see, there is a fellow with just a, a very well-kept, bright white, and very long like off the sides of his face, handlebar mustache and like the little pointy goatee that then like curls up. Oh, wow. (laughs) And a tiny top hat. I love it. He kind of looks like the mayor of Townsville, a little bit. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) We also have our local Pokemon Center representative, Nurse JD. See that there is like a guy in scrubs. He's got this kind of short, dark hair, uh, and he looks like a little uh, like nervous to be in front of all these people. And he just kind of waves, like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and finally, our special guest judge, Chanterelle City native and top coordinator, last year's winner of the Grand Festival, Lady Air. 
Everybody makes a charisma set. <laughs> yeah, everyone must swim. In the spotlight, she's no longer the tracksuit from yesterday, but in like a full contest attire. This uh. black and pink sparkling unitard uh, situation with like ribbons and glitter and all of that. And the Sylveon is just sitting on the judge's table next to her. With that, let our contest begin. We hit the runway, and it's this cool, really cool remix of Bum Bum Bum, Don't Know Much About Togepi. We hit a pose. Don't Know Much About Fairies. Does a little spin. Don't Know Much About Pokey Blocks. We do a little kick. Don't Know Much About Dirty Socks. Little pose with our nose. But I do know that I love you. Bum 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 Bum. And you're the cutest Pokemon. It's true. What a wonderful contest this will be. Doom, doom. We charm. <laughs> charm. Yes, so. In that, in that, we'll roll our moves. But that's like our runway walk. That is that is what you were doing as your flavor of the visual round, and I am here for it. Each pose will do like a little roll. Like, you know, like a, like oh. our moves that we have to do. Excellent. But that's our that's our routine. So, uh, which two moves, charm and what else? Can we end it on what a wonderful world? Like, like, cause it's all about going to school and stuff. Uh-huh. And Togepi, after the whole school day, gets a little tired and yawns and settles into the little book. Cute, cute, <laughs> cute. So then, Pearl, I need you to roll a performance check for Elmer. Okay. Jonah. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That is a natural 20 for cuteness, folks. A natural 20 for cuteness. I'm so excited. I could cry a little bit. Gosh. Ah. Well, I was going to say that uh, you could get a... Uh, plus one to your performance roll for each move that's of the compatible category. But, you know, yeah, I mean, the natural 20 is going to do it. (laughs) So 26 for Elmer. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy right now. Oh, man. I could not ask for... Oh, that was great. I could not have asked for that to go better. That's a powerful start, folks. So, we have described how the Pokemon performs their moves. That Pokemon has rolled a performance check, and now the judges are going to roll all of their performance checks as well, and we're going to see how the points shake out here. On a win, the judges give points equal to their role in any modifiers. On a fail, you get half their role value. On a one, you get none. And on a natural 20, you double their role value. Oh, oh, oh. So you want them to all roll very high in this instance yeah. so that you will get all of their points and modifiers and things. And you are going to add Togepi's cute rating, the points that are in there, after all of the rest of the judges' points have been calculated. So whatever that total is, there will be an extra plus three. We're waiting, like we're like panting. It's like after gymnastics and you see the gymnasts like sit down in the green room and there's that like tape on the TV and you're like, how'd they score? Lord Fancyton rolled a six, so. Oh, come on, judge. <laughs> I'm going to go dance mom on you. <laughs> I'm going to say it's because um, Frederick talked to him beforehand. It was like, this person was very unkempt in the, in the registration process. But Lord Fancyton does like moves that are of the same type as the Pokemon. Yawn is not, but Charm is. And he likes moves that fit the contest category. So that's an extra plus two for Charm 
being the same type, and then plus four because you used two of them that were the correct ones for the contest category. So that's an extra plus six. So six plus six, 12, and then doubled because of your natural 20. So that is uh, 24 points from Lord Fancyton. Wow. Nurse JD. It's like he can't fight it. Like he wants to be stuck up at it, but he's like, also it was really good. <laughs> I know he really wants to, but he's like, oh, but I can't. Oh, I forgot. Wait a second. I didn't even add Lord Fancyton's charisma bonus. Uh, huh. So that's nine plus six. So 15 doubled is 30. Actually, my apologies. Oh my gosh. 30 points from Lord Fancyton. Am I adding this to the 26 arrows? No, your 26 is to see if you can beat theirs, because if you beat theirs, then you get the full amount of their points, and if you don't beat it, you get half of it, and so and so. Because you critted, you're getting double their total roll value. Okay, so it was 30? Yeah, 30 total from Lord Fancyton. All right, all right, that was good. That was good. The gymnasts approve. The yes. gymnasts approve right now. Nurse JD rolled a 13 plus two for his charisma, and he just, you know, he likes all these Pokemon. They're all great. They're all winners in his mind, so he's adding an extra plus one to that. So 13, 15, 16, double to 32 points from Nurse JD. We get all we reply. You guys, you guys are going tough on us, but we're doing great. Lady M rolled a 10 plus four from her charisma. You didn't have any contest combinations or anything. Yawn could be part of one if you grab the move that would pair with that later. But so for now, it's just going to be the 10 plus four. So 28 points from Lady M. 93 total points after adding in Elmer's cuteness rating. 93 is not bad. <laughs> okay, we jump up and down. Elmer, you did it. I'm so proud. All right, we're going to watch everybody else in the green room. Oh, no, everybody's out there at once. You guys are in the, the separate rings of this um, sort of... Like the sidelines, like the gymnasts at the Olympics? Well, you know, in the, in the different rings of the circus, how there's the big main one and then there's the smaller ones off to the sides. So, like, while you're waiting, you're still there in front of everybody, uh, but you're each in your four rings. But then when you come out to do your actual routine, you've stepped into the middle one. So you okay. stepped out into the middle one, you did your routine, and you go back to your ring uh, to uh, wild applause. With thank that. you, thank you. This is her first contest. Look how cute she is. <laughs> everybody. Don't forget her. Excellent. So that is what you do. Peach is out next. And what is the combination of moves that happens with water pulse and confusion? We're singing in the pool and then water gun. <laughs> yeah, it's really like one of those like pug moves, you know, like, oh, man, that pug is so cute. Yeah, def big pug vibes. And then um, so big old rain thing. They they do a turn. They are on the runway. And then at the end, the confusion happens because the umbrella finally opens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as the umbrella opens, these psychic waves like shoot off of the umbrella and <laughs> these like funky sound wave brain wave looking things uh, reverberate through the falling rain that is coming back down from the water pulse. Nice. Not bad. That is a 13 for Goose's performance check. So let's see here. Lord Fancyton rolled a 9 plus 3. 12. Peach is going to get the full amount of points. Wow, that was the exact number she needed. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So he liked that one of those moves was the same type as the Pokemon. Cha-ching. Neither of them fit the contest category. <laughs> but neither of them were incomparable moves, so she didn't get any, like, penalties. That is going to be 14 points from Lord Fancyton. 
Ooh, that is a 17 from Nurse JD, though. So a total of 19. Yeah. So that's going to be halved down to nine, but then plus one because you're all winners. You're all great. So that is a total of 10 points, actually, from Nurse JD. And then from Lady M, that is a total of 19 as well, which is going to be halved to nine. And there are no extra bonuses there. She is a stickler. Really nice, really friendly, not playing around. She has standards. Like, she's like, I am a grand champion, so, like, bring it. So you got to bring it. And to that, I respect it. I mean, as a level 300 trainer, I've been dying for someone to have that attitude. (laughs) She has very specific things that she gives out bonuses for. Totals with Goose's rating, that is going to be a 35 points for the visual round. Cool. Let's see who's up next. It wasn't a bad round, but wow, when you look at what the natural 20 does, oof, a They come sit by us. Pearl gives Peach a pat on the shoulder. Great job. Thanks. Thanks. You did really good. I couldn't even tell you were nervous up there. Oh, really? I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, it's going to read. You guys did great. Okay, good, 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 good. Next up is Luca and Zilla. Zilla uses Sandstorm and Ancient Power. It's what like, does that look like? It's like this little military march, like, <laughs> like, and then they try to do like this cute little like break dance, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, like Zilla does a cute turn, sandstorm, and then what was the other one? Sandstorm and ancient power, and like a big cool ending of like boom. Yeah. Like these massive stones erupt from the earth, but it's like, cute? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, sweet Zilla is feeling real good about herself, but that was a natural one no! for the performance cute roll. Everyone's mouths are agape. Like, it's early in the morning. We thought we were getting cute, and we're, uh, I just kind of like, <laughs> my little eyeballs go, tink, tink, and I try to give Luca, like, a smile and a little thumbs up, but he knows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that is going to be zero points for oh, that round no. for Zilla. Oh, my gosh. All zeros? Well, because she got a natural one. Yeah? On a natural one, you get zero of the points from the judges. Oh. It's like, you did not come in here for the right thing. Oh, no. We were rooting for you, Tiffany. We were all, we were all rooting, rooting for, for you. you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, even like, oh, man. Who was the girl from The Hunger Games? Katniss? Yeah. No, what's her real name? Jennifer Lawrence. Even like when Jennifer Lawrence like tripped down the stairs when she first got her acceptance. <laughs> like, we all were able to be like, you know what? You're still cute. But, like, that was kind of what just happened for Zilla. I think Like, we love you, but, like... I think that there is an amount of, like, fear. Yes! I think so, too. I think it's just fear. Like, there... (laughs) Like, it's not not even that they, like, hold up their scorecards and it's, like, zero, but everyone is just, like, there, just mouths agape. Like, what? It's the smallest amount of applause from fear. And it's only, it's only your little cheering section yep. up top. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's perfect, though, because she used two tough moves. Oh. All Zilla knows is oh. tough. 
But she wants to be cute. I love that you put her in it. Oh my god. I think gosh. she is cute. Off the record, I think she's adorable. Oh, she is. Yeah. That's on the record. Yeah. She is adorable. But man, she's beefy. Okay, so uh, Barky the Rock Rough. All right, so tell me how this one goes. Uh, it's going to be like definitely a partner sort of routine because one of the moves is return, which is like it does even better the closer you are with your trainer. We hear the Little House on the Prairie theme song. Little House on the Prairie. So it's going to be return and Thunderfang. Go. Okay. Lucy starts on the very end of the runway and turns and she goes, Rocky, and they do a slow motion run. That's return. Okay. <laughs> and then when they reach each other and they hold each other, a big old hug, that's when the... Thunderfang comes. <laughs> How? Like the the connection, the return. Oh, just the electricity. Reunited it just lets out a, and it boom. Yeah. Uh huh. And just these sort of like sparks coming out of the mouth of Barky. Yeah, it's cute, like little fireflies. Well, it's not too shabby because that is a uh, sixteen. Wow, you love to see it when it's cute and heartfelt. So with a sixteen for Barky. That is a 13 plus three, so 16 for Lord Fancyton. On a tie, it does go to the Pokemon. The moves were not the same type as the Pokemon, and neither of them actually fit the contest category. They were just neutral. So he will just get the 16 points from Lord Fancyton. Nurse JD rolled a 15 plus two, so a 17, which is going to mean that it just barely uh, goes under what Nurse JD got, so that is only going to be halved, so it's eight, and then plus one, because everybody's a winner to him, so he gets nine points from Nurse JD, and then we'll see what Lady M thinks of Barky the Rock Rough. Ooh, a 19, so that is also going to be halved. There are not any other relevant bonuses, so a total of nine from her, which means that Barky the Rock Rough comes out with 34 points from the visual round. So then, our ranking for this normal rank cute contest after the visual round is Elmer the Togepi in first place. Woo! Goose the Psyduck in second. Barky the Rockruff in third. And Zilla in last. Wow. As the winner of the visual round, Pearl, you get to decide do you want the order of initiative in this to go in forward or reverse order uh, with the rankings as they are currently? Because in the contest battle round, we do not roll initiative, but they go in order of who had the most points to the least, or if the winner of that round chooses, they can reverse it. We'll just keep it as it is. Okay. First to last. Okay, first to last. I don't think last. it'll make that much of a difference. I could be wrong. I'm learning as we go. No worries, no worries. All right, so the order will be first to last. So each of you gets into your respective small ring on the outside of the large ring in the middle of this circus tent. As now the other two judges have taken a step back and the head judge, Lord Fancyton, is the one who is mostly watching, observing this and scoring this round. Harold the Herald says, well, after a very exciting visual round, our initiative order for this contest battle will be Elmer the Togepi, and there's like wild, wild applause. Goose the Psyduck, and there's still a good amount of applause. Baki the Rock Ruff, good applause. And Zilla the Larvitar, and there's a single. Wow! <laughs> Coordinators, begin! So, Elmer the Togepi is up 
first right now. How this is working, listeners, is this is a four-way battle. Everybody's up against everybody, but the contestants can only directly attack the Pokemon who is either directly before or directly after them in the initiative order. So with that, each of them has their actual hit points that they're trying to not have taken down to zero, but we are also taking everyone's style points into account. So the points for this round are going to be separate than they were from the visual round. Everybody here is starting with 100 style points. And everybody here is going to be trying to continue to add to their style points while subtracting, aka jamming points, from the other competitors. If you are able to hit an opponent with an attack, you will be able to jam points from their score dependent on your role against the head judge. And obviously, you do not want your style points to go to zero, or else you are out. And additionally, you do not want your HP to go to zero. You do not necessarily get knocked completely out of the running, but there are style point penalties for getting KO'd. The longer you can stay in, even if you get KO'd, the less style points you lose. So uh, you don't want to go out first, is what I'm saying here, folks. With that, Pearl, you are up first. Okay, uh, we're going to use Charm on Goose. Goose, the Psyduck needs to make a charisma saving throw. Oof, that was a rough one. That is a nine for that charisma save. That does not save. Okay. So now Goose will have a minus two to attacks against Togepi, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. It jams for one. Okay, jams for one. And it has an appeal of two. Great. So then right off the bat, you get plus two style points and... Goose has minus one. Now go ahead and roll your performance check. Uh, 16. You also get a plus one to your performance roll because this is a move of the appropriate category. 17. Excellent. So let's see how Lord Fancyton does. Whoa, Fancyton rolled a three plus three, six. So you are going to subtract the full 17 points from Goose. Whoa, what? Yes. From the style points? From Goose's style points, yes. Whoa. So it was, uh, I knocked one off from a jam and now minus 17. Right, from your roll, from your performance. So on a win, it's not the judge's roll that's getting subtracted, but yours in the contest battle round. With that, you are at 102 and Goose is at 82. Good job, Elmer. It is then Goose's turn. Since Goose has been charmed by you and has a penalty to those attack rolls, Peach is gonna say, uh, okay, Goose, try Water Pulse on the Rock Ruff. Let's try to get that super effective hit. Oh, wow, eight plus four, 12 is the AC of Barky the Rock Ruff. So just barely hits, which is great because that means that Peach isn't gonna have to make that performance check at disadvantage because that's what happens if you miss. Oh gosh. That is 12 doubled to 24 points of super effective water damage from Goose. Uh, A big hit on the Rocky Dog. The audience has a ooh. And then Peach rolled a 15 on her performance roll. Oh, dang. Unfortunately, Lord Fancyton rolled an 18 total with his bonuses. He actually rolled a flat 15, but plus three is going to be 18. So that is only going to be half the amount of points jammed from Rock Ruff. But big HP hit, so, you know, works out. So that is eight points jammed. On his turn, Barky chooses to retaliate against Goose the Psyduck and attempts to use a Thunderfang. 
Eight plus five just hits the AC 13 of the Psyduck, just barely squeaking it in there. As Goose takes nine, doubled to 18 points, and then Barky is going to roll the performance check at disadvantage because it is an incompatible move. So a seven with disadvantage. And Lord Fantagen rolls a 15. So only jams three points from Goose. It is then Zilla's turn and Luca sensing an opportunity to not come in dead last (laughs) is going to tell Zilla to use bulldoze on Barky the Rock Ruff. We're ganging up on Barky folks. Barky does, however, succeed on his dexterity saving throw, so he will only take half damage from the bulldoze. So that is 13, which would be doubled because it's super effective, but it's just halved. So 13 points of ground damage. Not too shabby. And Barky's looking bad. (laughs) You could say rough. (laughs) And when I say rough, I mean like very, very bad. (laughs) Just like that, huh? Only round one. He will not do extra jam or get back appeal because Barky succeeded on the saving throw. So you treat that as a miss. He's then going to make a performance roll for Zilla. He's kind of cute. She's got a total of plus four from her performance because she grabbed performance proficiency after, after her day with Seely because she there got we go, the, level, the, the loyalty leveled yeah. up. So it's plus four. But minus one, because it was a tough move. So plus three at disadvantage because Rockruff succeeded on the roll. Disadvantage, too. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that one. Oh, man, Zilla, oh. baby girl. The judges are just not on your side right now. They're like, very strong. Love that. But goodness gracious. <laughs> Lord Fancyton got a 17. So half it. <laughs> But the half is not taken away from Barky. It is taken away from Zilla style points. So that is going to be minus eight to Zilla style points. Shooting yourself in the foot. It's all going to work out. At the top of round two, the current point standings are Elmer at 102, Goose at 79, and then Barky and Zilla both at 92. It is your turn. What is Elmer going to do? Elmer would like to use metronome on Goose. Ooh. All right, all right, all right. Uh, It is the fun thing about metronome. Yeah. Is that it's cute. So no matter what awful thing might happen, it's still going to be kind of adorable. It's cute. Uh, So go ahead and roll a D100. All right, it is 97. Oh, boy. <laughs> is she about to just become a little tank? Uh, tell me about this adorable dark pulse. First of all, roll the what? hit. Roll the hit first. <gasps> I love this move. What would I add to hit? Because I'm at a 13 flat roll. A flat roll of 13, you're, you're good. Yeah. So that is going to hit. Um, metronome, you summon a move at random to inflict against the enemy. You and you use this move. Roll a D100. The resulting number is the TM number for the move you make. If the move is unable to be completed because of positioning or range, the metronome fails. I'm so sorry, Peach. Well, let's see what happens really Oh, gosh. Well, 
Dark Pulse either uses your wisdom or charisma. So, hey, use your charisma. Okay. So that was uh, whatever that bonus is to hit. So plus four. So it's like a 17 total to hit. Uh, Yeah, it's actually 18. Great. You target a creature with a dark aura filled with horrible thoughts. Make a ranged what? attack on a creature. Uh, dealing uh, 2d6 plus charisma dark damage on a hit. So great. So what does this adorable dark pulse look like? Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> Smell my feet. Oh my gosh, it works perfectly. The dirty socks line from before, yeah, it's all coming it's all together. Coming back. Great. 2D, 2d6? 2d6 plus your charisma. 12. 12 points of damage. Yeah. Woza. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh. Cool beans. Go ahead and roll a performance check. <laughs> You've got an extra plus one because metronome is cute. 22. Whoa. <laughs> that was a 13 from Lord Fancyton, so you will uh, jam the full amount. Minus 22 style points from Goose. Poor Goose, dude. The crowd has been like a little up and down with like, okay, there's stuff that's not cute happening here, but we're still we're still here. We're still digging it. And so that like from getting to a pretty neutral place, this dark pulse gets them kind of back in there. I'm like, whoa, okay. Things Trick are happening. Tree, Trick or treat. Yeah. It's spoopy. PSL. It's not scary, but it is spoopy and we love that. The crowd meter is currently at one. If the crowd meter goes up to five, things happen. Okay. So that's your turn. It's Goose's turn, and uh, Peach considers her options for a second, and not wanting to go out first, she's also going to try to take out the Rock Ruff, because that's her best chance of at least, wow. at, at least you know, yeah. not getting last. I get it. With a natural 19, Water Pulse will hit. Yeah. Way to go, Peach. Thanks. <laughs> what the heck did you just do to me? <laughs> that is 11 double to 22 super effective points of water damage to Barky the Rock Ruff, and Barky is KO'd. <gasps> Whoa, the crowd. Whoa. The crowd gets very excited by that. For taking care of my problems, Zilla and Goose. <laughs> the crowd is very excited about that, and because Goose KO'd one of the other Pokemon, he's going to get advantage on his performance check just now. Oh, gosh. Not what you want, though. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Hold a, a natural two, natural eight. Okay, so I think Psyduck is as surprised by this as anyone else. It's just like, Sigh! but is going to subtract eight style points from Barky, and Barky loses an additional 20 points oh. for getting KO'd first. Oh. It would then be Barky's turn, but uh, Barky's KO'd. As Lucy recalls him to the Pokeball, she's like, that's okay, you, you, you did really good. That's a tough one. That's a, a really tough one. And she just kind of looks terrified at the small dinosaur out there and at this duck. But not at the egg, because it's the, so cute. The egg is kind of just vibing for the most part. I really imagine Elmer like getting distracted midway, you know, like checking out a little cute rock. Yeah, that is a good pebble. It's a pebble, not a full rock in the midst of this. But hey, Elmer, face the other way, okay? You know what I just realized? Goose used two of the same move in a row, so that was actually, um, it's not gonna be as much deducted, but still. It is then Zilla's turn, as Luca looks over, he's like, all right, sorry, I'm just trying to climb out of the hole here. Uh, Zilla, use bite. 
And Zilla goes to bite Goose. Ooh, that is a four, though. As Zilla's like, Rob, I know these people. <laughs> so that is going to, uh, with a natural four, that misses. Luke is going to roll his performance check at disadvantage. Oh, you hate to see it. A natural 20 and a 15. Whoa. Oh, that hurts. Well, at least the 15 is pretty high still. Yeah, 15 and plus three because performance four minus one for using a tough move. So 18, not hey, bad. Much better. We're improving. Oh, an 11 from Lord Fancyton total. So uh, he does jam the full 18 style points from Goose, even though he does not hit. All right, Pearl, it is your turn. <laughs> Pearl sees how badly we're beating down on Goose. And so she um, says, okay, okay, everybody, let's calm down. Elmer, use yawn on Zilla. Great. And, uh, and like does a little lullaby, brings it a cup of warm milk. It's the cutest little move you've ever seen. <laughs> brings her a blankie. She gives her her favorite toy. Oh, my gosh. Again, not necessarily battling, but just vibing mm -hmm. uh, is what Togepi's doing. Nice. She's so, in her element now. She's in her element. She's feeling great. Uh, since that is not a roll to hit or roll to resist or anything, nope. uh, it just happens. Uh, yeah. Is there any appeal for that move for you? Slash was there appeal for metronome last one. time? One plus one mm -hmm. appeal for metronome. Mm -hmm. And then what appeal from yawn? Two. Is there any jam? No. The crowd loves it. The crowd's like, oh. It's like, this is, this is what it's about, people. Yes. This is what it's about. <laughs> And, like, Togepi even, like, asks Pearl for her little book prop and, like, reads her little <laughs> nighttime story. With that, the crowd meter goes back up to one because it got knocked back down to zero okay. with that with that bite miss. This is what it's about. This is what it's about, people. <laughs> this is what it's about. Go ahead and roll your performance check. You got a plus one because it's cute. I got a natural one. I would like to use my inspiration. Oh, there you go. There we go. That's better. Uh, 14. A 14 total. Ooh, a 19 from Lord Fancyton. So you will only jam seven points from Zilla. That is your turn. It is then Goose's turn. Goose on the loose. Goose is just kind of kind of waddle around and Peach is like, okay, don't use a water pulse again. I kind of forgot about that rule. So go ahead and um, just confuse Zilla. Confuse Zilla. Oh. That is a unnatural 20 to hit Zilla, which will. It is, however, a smart move, so it's not going to be great judging-wise, but at least Goose is doing something. Loose Goose. Not a ton of damage either. Five points of psychic damage to Zilla and is going to roll a performance check, not at disadvantage, but with a minus one as it is an incompatible move. Ooh, five. Ooh. And an 11 from Lord Fancyton, so... Does appeal for four points, but only jams two from Zilla. It is then Zilla's turn. He says, all right, girl, you're going to have to wake up quick after this, but I know we're going to be out for a second. So use ancient power on Elmer. No. That is a 21 to hit. Oh, no. For 12 points of rock damage. Oh, no. What they all forgot is I have not a lot of hit points. <laughs> He's going to make his performance check a 16 total. Ooh, against the seven total of Lord Fancyton. But at that point, Zilla falls asleep. Then at the top of round four, it is your turn. Okay, Zilla's finally asleep. Elmer accomplished the goal. 
we're going to use Morning Sun at this moment. Nice. And now in Stay Alive and Hold the Lead mode, you're going to use Morning Sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go ahead and uh, roll for those HP to get back. Seven. Great. So essentially, it's like you've only lost one hit point. Yeah. Two hit points. Two hit points. Ah. Uh. All right. So go ahead and make your performance roll. 14. Ooh, it is an 18 total for Lord Fancyton. So you will, uh, is there any extra jam? I assume not. No. Great. Is there any extra appeal for you? There's one. You get plus one style point, but then you do only subtract seven style points from Goose. Okay. It is then Goose's turn. Peach decides to go for rank because you are way far ahead and Zill is asleep right now and she's got a super effective move in her pocket. So Psyduck goes to use Water Pulse. Oh, no. A natural 19. Ooh, big damage. 17 doubled to 34 points of water damage, as that is uh, not great for Zilla. That was a lot of damage. Yeah, that's why I had to use Warning Sun, because if something like that comes at me, we're dead. As that takes down about half of the health that Zilla had remaining, Zilla's going to roll to wake up. And does wake up from that. Ah. With a tar! Oh, don't you hate it when that happens, guys. <laughs> She's going to roll her performance check. Natural 19. Right. Against the 19 of Lord Fancyton. Ty is going to go to the Pokemon, so she will jam 19 style points. Wow, that was a heavy one. And regain three for Goose. It is then Zilla's turn, who, unprovoked by Luca, is going to just run up and attempt to bite at the duck. <laughs> bite the duck. In retribution for waking her up. That's another four, though, as Zilla's, Aww. like, struggling a little bit. I think that it's sort of halfway through this, she has realized that this is not maybe the category that she should be in. Aww. She's like, I'm cute on the inside, but the, not the kind of cute that these people are looking for. <laughs> With disadvantage on her performance check, she's got an 11. Hey, now, against the 7 of Fancyton. Fancyton finally rolled low. So even though the attack does not hit, she does jam 11 points from Goose. It is then back up to you at the top of round five, our final round. All right, Elmer, let's go out with a bang. How about another metronome, everybody? Who knows what we're going to get? Who are you directing it at? I don't want Zilla to KO. So goose. Sorry, Peach. 69. 69. All righty. Let's see here. Next. <laughs> With a 69, Togepi uses rock polish. So I guess... What? Egg polish? Egg polish. Easter! Ooh, an Easter theme. She gets out her Easter bonnet, everybody. Well, good news is uh, that it is you polish your body to a fine shine to reduce friction. When activating this move, you increase your AC by two and your speed by 20 for the next three rounds. Great. Cool. Love that. The other thing that it's going to do is not make you make an attack roll. So you're just going to roll a regular performance check and not one at uh, like disadvantage potentially. So just roll that straight up. Unnatural 20. Oh, Wow. That is an eight from Fancyton. So you are going to subtract 20 points from Goose. Oh, wow. Knowing that the points are close, closest between <laughs> between Goose and Zilla. Peach says, oh, I know we're not supposed to repeat, but do it anyway, Water Pulse against Zilla. <laughs> 
It's worth the risk, Peach. With a total of 21, that will hit. Woo! Now the question is, can oh it KO Zilla? Oh, wow. With 24 points of super effective water damage, Zilla is hurting. She's blasted back by the water, but she is still standing. Whoa. But now even more importantly, what do the dice say for the performance roll? Yeah. Ah, oh, dang. Three, three with the disadvantage uh, for repeating the move. Bummer. So only jams. Lines up. Lines up there. Only jams one point from Zilla there. That's one tough Pokemon, Elmer. She's just sitting with her cookies and milk, reading her storybook. I know. She's like, I'm blanket. done now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I think I'm done. How cute. It is then Zilla's turn. As Luca also not wanted to go out last, it's just a battle for second prize right now. Trying to figure out, like, after after that visual round, it was so far out from everyone. But so Zilla, what's she got? What's she got? I'm going to roll a d4. Metronome yourself. If it's odds, he's going to use an ancient power on Togepi. If it's evens, he's going to use it on Goose. If it is odds, he's going to use ancient power on Elmer. Okay. And an 18 will hit. Yep. With 17 points of rock damage. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I used Morning Sun. (laughs) As Zilla, I think, is just kind of throwing a little bit of a tantrum of, these people don't understand. Elmer just hands her a little gummy pack, like a little snack. I think you're hangry. (laughs) That's what she's saying to her. I think you're hangry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not hangry! (laughs) She has a 10 on her performance roll. Against the 12 of Lord Fancy 10. Dang, he's having none of it. (laughs) He does not like these shenanigans. Do you even understand what cuteness is? (laughs) Aw, yeah. From an objective standpoint. (laughs) Uh, So that is only five points jammed from uh, Elmer. As she gets like knocked back from her little like break for a second and then she's like, uh, pulls herself back up and she's like, you gotta... You gotta calm down a little bit there, friend. <laughs> she she dusts off her shoulder a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And Zilla sort of just sits down in the dirt and just accepts the juice box or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, that... there you go, the gummies. Elmer gives her a little shoulder rub. <laughs> and that concludes round five and ends the normal rank cuteness ah! contest. Elmer gives everybody little gummies. She walks around to everybody. Giving little gummies. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. I run up to Elmer and I throw her in the air. Great job! I think you found your stride, Elmer. Judges are telling. I'm now eating my gummies furiously. (laughs) Out of just nerves and jitters and excitement. So, our final tally. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the results from the judges. In fourth place... With 105 style points, but disqualified for being knocked out of the battle first, Barky the Rock Ruff. Oh, good job, Barky. Way to go, Lucy. Thanks. Have a gummy. She gladly takes the gummy. Everybody's got some first contest jitters here in the, in the normal yeah. rank tent, for sure. In third place, somehow... <laughs> Zilla the Larvitar with 18 points. My little crowd section really cheers loud. In second place with 55 points, Goose the Psyduck. Yeah, Peach. Peach is like, 
Okay, second. That's good. That's good. That's great. And in first place, with 183 <laughs> points. <laughs> Objectively, the cutest thing I've ever seen. We're going to check the books, but it might be a normal rank record <laughs> in the cuteness category. Elmer the Togepi! He did it! I threw a little Togepi up in the air. Freeze frame. Togepi! We then go to the awards ceremony for this cuteness contest. I am crying a little bit. On the podium, Luke is on the, the smallest one with Zilla. Peach is on the slightly bigger one with Goose. And you are atop the highest one. Oh! With Elmer the Togepi. Big old hug, face smash, cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek. As Lady M comes up to present the prizes. Can we take a picture? Selfie. Of course. Aw. Snap. It's a very powerful selfie. Aw. For third place, Luca gets 250 pokey and a qualot berry. In second place, Peach gets 500 pokey and a qualot berry. And for first place... Pearl, you receive yeah? the normal rank cute ribbon oh. for Elmer. Oh, it's just your size. It's like legit small and cute. It is very small and very <laughs> cute. And Lady M says congratulations. And she also hands you 1,000 Pokey Dollars. Woo! Didn't know this was a part of it, folks. I was just here for the Pokies, but holla! A Qualot Berry. And TM27 return. Nice. You also, for winning first prize, get a berry pot. Ooh. A new key item. Like a little cornucopia. The berry pots are very fun and very special. Is this like a slow cooker? Not a slow cooker, but more like gardening on the go. With the berry pots, you can have four berry plants growing at once. So if you have a good berry that is useful for making poffins and pokey blocks and things, uh, instead of using it immediately, you can plant them in your berry pots and grow more of them. Sweet! The grow times and other things vary. You can do other things to help with your growing of berries as well. But that's all things that we can talk about at a different time, because right now we're celebrating Elmer's win in the cuteness contest. Taking pictures. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Press. Thank you. And because you won by such a wide margin. True. This is what it's all about, people. This is what it's all about. As Lady M goes to get the special prize, uh, Harold the Herald comes over the intercom once again and says, Yes, and Elmer the Togepi is receiving a very special prize. For if a winner of a category is either the last Pokemon standing at the end of a contest, or has a final score that is at least double the score of the next runner-up, they win a special accessory. Wow, good job, Elmer. The special accessory is an accessory of the winner's choosing. It is a held item. Ooh. You decide its appearance, such as a scrunchie or boots or a cape, etc., and you assign a skill to it. So you could say intimidation or sleight of hand or deception or acrobatics. A Pokemon holding this accessory may use that skill instead of performance when they're doing their contest stuff. This accessory's appearance and modified stat may not be changed at any time. So it doesn't necessarily have to be for Elmer. Elmer's got a good charisma, and she's uh, 
gut proficiency in performance, so she's doing pretty good. But let's say you have a Pokemon who's not the most charismatic that wants to compete in contests. You can assign the skill to this, the appearance to it, and that Pokemon can then use whatever that skill is instead when they are competing. So Pearl, what is the special accessory and what skill would you like to assign to it? It's like a little tassel that you get for graduation. Nice. Because our theme was school. Nice. Elmer, you can use it as a bookmark. (gasps) And it works for acrobatics. And it will use acrobatics. Nice. Which is actually good because a lot of my Pokemon actually are very proficient in acrobatics. Yeah, that's great. Can I use this for the rest of the competition, Lord Fancy Pants? Are you talking to me? Lady Him says. No, 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 no. Lord Fancy Pants, the guy on the mic. Wait, oh, you mean me, Harold the Herald, not Lord Fancyton. Yes, Lord Fancyton is over here. Wow, you haven't spoken at all or else I totally would never have gotten you guys mixed up. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. <laughs> You have surprised us all after your uncouth behavior in the lobby. Your uncouth is my reboot. Didn't quite catch that one. (laughs) Your uncouth is my real cute. Oh, I see what you did that time. I'm adorable, right, Lady M? She's got a point. And the voice over the intercom says, Yes, it is legal in any contest in the Kinoko Contest League. Cool. And with that, what is the ending pose that we find ourselves in as we fade to black on Elmer's first Pokemon contest? We're all holding hands, posing for a picture, and Elmer's little feet are, like, you know, wiggling up and up and up and up and up, (laughs) like one, two, three, we. Because it's Zilla, Luca, Elmer, me, Peach, and Psyduck, and we're all taking a photo. And that's where we'll end this episode. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcard from Poor on Quest Company Jr.